It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And I want to talk about a few things um, that aren't being addressed. First thing I want to go and throw out there, I'm going to just jump out and just say it. And I've talked about this before. The whole narrative that black women are unprotected or the most unprotected is a myth and it's very problematic. It's a very problematic dividing device. It's a dividing device. It's a mechanism that allows for people to lie and manipulate the masses. Um, it's completely false. Black women are very much protected. They're protected by the government. When they have children out of wedlock, and for whatever reason, whether it's by them breaking up with him, him going to jail, or him just choosing not to be there, the man not being in the house, they're protected by the police. If black women are protected, how, how come when they're in certain situations, they're so quick to talk about calling 911? Hmm? Okay. They're also protected by other black women. Black women allow black women to do whatever they want. You know, they're not going for none of that. You're not going to check them. You're not going to hold them accountable. You're not going to look like you're about to hit them. You're not about to yell at them. You're not about to cuss them out. You're not about to none of that. They are going to stand up and fall if they have to together for other black women. Every other day, they 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 jealous of each other, hating on each other. But if anybody steps to one of them, they will jump out of nowhere with a cape on for black women. And what it boils down to is who you guys are talking about is black men. And black men also defend black women. And anybody, especially a black man, I'll say, that says that what I just said, that last statement, is false, is doing the black race a terrible disservice and you are a bad terrible person for that and you deserve chastisement because you know damn well it is not common whether you want to admit it or not for a black woman in public to be getting into an altercation sometimes with anybody other black women but especially black men and white people. It is not common for that woman to be standing there getting into an altercation, whether it's just words right now or it's becoming physical or it is physical and black men just skip on by. You know damn well that's not true. You know that's not true. You also know there are plenty of black men that are dead or in jail right now as we speak. Because they not only decided to defend a black woman, hell, they defended a black woman that they did that they didn't even know. We see this all the time. They don't even care to find out. Black men will defend black women without even finding out, wait, what's really going on here? What's really going on here? And black women have some black women have taken advantage of this. I was writing a, a show. And I did a whole, I wrote a whole episode based off of a woman uh, um, robbing a weed man and him really feeling like, well, what are we really going to do? 
Like we know where these girls live. I mean, every but what, I mean, let's keep it real, bro. What are we gonna do? They're girls. And of course, you know, when I wrote the the the, when I was writing that episode, which I think was gonna be the pilot for the series. Of course, the women I would cast would be black, not specifically to make them black, because it makes sense. It's a story in the hood, you know. What are they gonna do? You drive down the street, you see a nigga choking a girl out while she in her car. Every nigga jumping out the car, bro, what you doing, bro, bro, chill, bro, what the hell you got going on, bro? It's a girl, bro, pussy-ass nigga, choke me like that. No, 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 this girl just robbed me. She just, nah, nigga, fuck all that. You know, niggas don't care. You know how you're also a liar? We also know it's very, what's, what's one of the most common things black women tell black men when they, when they tired of their ass? Or when they feel tried up by them. But maybe I got I got I got plenty of niggas who fuck you up. They always love to tell you how many niggas they got that will drop what they're doing. Not care about the context. Not not care about what led up to the situation. Not care what the black woman did to put herself in that situation. Or how she um escalated the situation. They will drop what they're doing. They will they will they will leave but Leave their house. They will leave their jobs. They will leave their their whatever they got going on. And will rush to cause violence to you. All because the black woman snapped her fingers and said so. All because the black woman snapped her fingers and said so. This man will these men will stop what they're doing. And we've actually seen this actually manifest too. Don't say don't act like they don't really got it like that. I've seen it plenty of times, especially grow, growing up here in Atlanta. I've seen it plenty of times. Plenty of times. I've had it happen to me. Shit, now that I think about it. I have seen about 30 niggas in my neighborhood behind, behind a black woman. I don't know why they didn't come to my house. But yeah, I've had it happen to me back in high school. Okay, so let me hear I'm here to tell you that that's not true. I've been that nigga blindly and stupidly. I don't know why she what she did. Oh, where you at? Where that nigga at? Where that nigga at? I bet he won't say that to me. But he won't say that to me. I don't know what this hold on did. Still stop what they're doing. They will leave their own girlfriend. They will leave their daughter behind. They will leave everybody behind to go risk their life and risk their freedom for a black woman. And you're telling me that she's the most unprotected. Where? Where? All of us rode for Sandra Bland. All of us are still riding for Breonna Taylor. Where are they unprotected? How is this the only group of people who loves to flex how everybody got their back and how shit they got their own back? Black women, some of the only women that will go toe to toe with a whole grown ass man. I just seen black, especially here in Atlanta, I just seen black men pull out guns on niggas. Like, what's up, bro? What's up? We ain't even talking about dykes and stuff. We're talking feminine women or, you know, they're not feminine, but you know what I mean. Women pulling out guns on street niggas that will probably clap their ass. 
How you so unprotected and you that bold? This is the woman who will talk to a man like he's a little ass piece of shit on the ground. If I was, if I tr truly felt like nobody had my back, I don't think I'd put myself in so many violent situations. Who else? What other woman you see putting themselves constantly or always constantly, whether it's their fault or not, ending up in these violent situations with other men and other women of different races, too. Not just black people. They end up in violent situations with white men. Nobody else. How unprotected could they possibly be? How are you screaming? How many niggas got your back? I seen one celebrity. I forgot what her name was. She going to tweet out. Um, I got niggas who will draw blood for me and spill blood for me. Then she going to tweet out. Black women are unprotected. Huh? That don't sound unprotected to me. That don't sound, you know, that sounds very problematic and manipulative. That's what that sounds like. It sounds like a, a, a mechanism of manipulation. Then you got to look at who are we protecting? Who are we protecting? Do you know what I'm saying? Like how many times am I supposed to cut off my own hand? To protect somebody who's going to keep putting me in that same situation. I don't, have, I don't have that many hands. I have two. That's why they walk around now and feel so entitled. Because they've been too protected, if anything. They've been too protected. If anything. So now they're like, shit, I know somebody got my back. I'm going to keep walking through earth. Y'all don't hear me, though. I'm going to keep walking through earth. Like, I'm hot shit, and I'm going to talk to people any type of way I want to. I'm going to treat people any type of way I want to. And when shit gets hot, I'm going to call these niggas that going to spill blood for me. And if they don't come, then I got my sisters. Come on, sis. Right? Come on, sis. Come on, sis. Right? Oh, sir. You know, in the South, they say, sir, come on, sir. Right? And if that don't work, I'm going to call the police. The same police I'm out here so-called on the front line against. I'm going to call them. You know what I'm saying? When I'm broke, I am going to go apply for food stamps, WIC, unemployment, a stimulus check. Y'all don't hear me, though. But they are so completely unprotected. So completely unprotected. And this leads into my next part of the conversation. Now, you have the black men who allowed them to put out this narrative. When you know it's not true, a black man, I want to say last year, or the year before that, hit a hit another black woman in the face with a skateboard. His name was Skeeter Mills. Black man took to the Internet like, yo, I need everybody in New York to find this nigga, find out what jail he's in, find out where he live. Find that nigga. When the last time black women have took to the Internet to say, uh, uh, girl, uh, uh, you tripping. Ladies, we need to find this sister. We need to find this girl. Girls, black women on the internet whooping our ass on camera. You know what black women do when they see that? They laugh. They put smiling emojis, laughing emojis. Damn, sis, what he done did? They assume we must have did something to deserve it. But we unprotected, right? I mean, but they unprotected, right? 
They're unprotected, though. This is what you guys are allowing them to say. They're using a quote from the 60s in modern times. Those black women that, that Malcolm X was referring to was not out here fighting and bumping their gums everywhere. They weren't doing that. So now I have a message I want to get off my chest to Dr. Umar Johnson. I like Dr. Umar Johnson. But I'm starting to notice something about Dr. Umar Johnson. Dr. Umar Johnson is starting to remind me of people like Derek Jackson. Who have these attitudes, and you see this a lot in the black community. So-called unprotected, right? But look at all of our leaders, our male leaders, cater to you. They pander to you, but you're so unprotected. They refuse to ever hold you accountable for anything bad. They'll give you all the accountability as an adult for everything good that you do, but they will hold you. They never hold you accountable for the bad or the wrong decisions that you make. They never try to give you any solutions besides blaming everything on the black man. These same black leaders love to talk about, about all the reasons why black men don't even have the natural leadership that we're supposed to have. Then turn around and blame everything on us anyway. So you, you've acknowledged. Y'all don't hear me, though. You've acknowledged all of these things that are out of our control, especially our generation, because it didn't happen in our generation. Somebody my age was 27, by the 28 in July. It didn't. Excuse me. It didn't happen in my generation. But you will acknowledge all these things that have been going on since slavery. And then turn around and still blame the black man. It's okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm not saying don't blame the black man. But if you can give adult responsibility for them being the most enrolled, as they say, the most educated, if you can give them adult responsibility for them looking good, like that's something, like that's an accomplishment in life. If you can give them all the responsibility for being good moms, which a lot of them aren't, but we ain't, you don't ever want to talk about the ones that aren't. That lit, that lit, that you know, raise these these kids to be messed up. Okay, you don't talk about none of that, all right? You talk, you give them responsibility, but you won't give them responsibility. This man, Doctor Umar Johnson, just made a post talking about black men who defended the white cop who killed Makaya Bryant. Here's my here's my thing about it. First of all, Doctor Umar Johnson, it's not just black men saying, "Nah, this ain't our battle this time." It's also a lot of black women as well. Dr. Umar Johnson. There's a lot of white people who have joined our side in this whole this whole fight against the police and all this other stuff. Even they're like, yeah, not this one. Call us when the next one comes up. There's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I don't know. Not this one. He should have maybe shot her once. You know what I'm saying? Or let off a warning shot. But I don't know about this one. This man has not posted nothing. See, here's my thing before I go any further. I have no problem being held accountable as a black man. I just don't like when I'm the only one being held accountable and you refuse to talk about anybody else. That's when it becomes a problem. Now, you take a brother like um, he's he's hot right now. You know, that's why I keep bringing him up. Kevin Samuels. You let him say the same thing, I'm going to listen. You know why? Because I know he's not a pussy panderer. I know he's not out here terrified to say other things as well about other people. You see, me, 
personally, Tommy V, I'm going to talk about everybody. I told y'all in my Micaiah Bryant episode, and if I didn't, I'm going to say it now. That man who was there is a bitch. First of all, you sitting around watching a bunch of girls fight. The hell you sitting there just watching? Then he then then he want to kick the little girl in the head. What's crazy is Doctor Umar Johnson want to pander to black women so much, right? He want to pussy pander. That's what these niggas is doing. Chakra bars on Instagram. Yeah, I said his name. Chakra bars. All these black men that do all this pandering. That's what they doing it for. Pussy. And they don't want to lose y'all a little bitty support that y'all giving them. Because black women seem to support anything as long as it doesn't hold them accountable. As soon as you start to hold, that's when they start to fall off in, in, in majority of numbers. As soon as you, you don't have to be rude. You don't have to call them bitches or hoes. You don't have to say you hate them. You don't even have to generalize them. You can literally say something like this. As soon as you start to hold black women accountable and black women have to start taking looks in the mirror at themselves. The same grown-ass woman. She said she's a grown-ass woman all day. Okay, now it's time to be a grown-ass woman. That's when they start to lose support. And then, then all the simps and beta males who like to follow behind women, when we talk about leadership, right? But okay, you know what I'm saying? Who like to follow behind women run away from them too. Because they go wherever the bitches is at. They go wherever, excuse me, I didn't say bitches because y'all going to get mad at me. They go wherever the women is at. Okay. So my whole thing is this. Here you have Dr. Umar Johnson making a post calling out the black men who defended the white cop, but he had nothing to say to the black woman who defended the cop. He had nothing to say to all the white people who defended the cop. Or simply, a lot of us aren't defending the cop. We're just not defending Micaiah. We rest in peace, sir? Yeah, I rest in peace to her. She's, it, at the end of the day, she's a teenager. teenager. You know what I'm saying? She's a little girl. You know what I'm saying? She was a beautiful black woman. You know what I'm saying? She 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 had a little thing going on. And she had problems just like all of us. I'm not going to sit there and make fun of her for fighting. Because if that's the case, then shit, I should have been dead when I was 14, 15 years old too. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But how are you a leader in the black community with a major platform? Black men and women follow you. We look up to you. I look up to you. How you going to get on there and do that and you have not one time addressed why are these girls, what type of mentality does, does, does it take for a group of girls, girls, we're talking about girls who are supposed to be wearing dresses and, and, and carrying themselves as such, get off the school bus or whatever they do. I don't know if they're doing the Zoom classes. I don't know. Walk down the street, broad daylight, or get dropped off. Because there was a car kind of halfway pulled into the driveway in that video. So I'm not sure. Right? Go to somebody's mama house. In broad daylight, in the suburbs, in a, in a decent looking neighborhood. Probably just lower the property value in, in one day. Oh, shit, in one hour. Right? House in, houses down the street ain't even worth the same. Oh, that's the house of Makai Bryant got killed. Oh, no, we're not moving in this neighborhood. Okay, going over there, broad daylight, fighting. Now, might I add, and I think I discussed this in my Micaiah Bryant episode. Go watch it if you haven't, um, I mean, listen to it if you haven't listened to it. That fight had to have gone on for a minimum of 10 minutes. So they ended up whooping each other's ass in some other yard for between 10 to 20 minutes. 
You tiptoe around talking about that. Somehow, someway, you've tiptoed talking around, talk, you've tip, excuse me, y'all. You have tiptoed around talking about that, my brother, Dr. Umar Johnson, the pan-Africanist, whatever you call yourself, been trying to open this school for 15 years now. You have tiptoed around that. You've tiptoed around this man kicking this girl in the head. Since you like to talk about men so much and what we don't do, do and don't do. You've tiptoed around all of these things. You've tiptoed around the fact that at the end of the day, after the policeman got on the scene and everybody saw him, let's not act dumb and turn blind eyes to benefit our own narratives. We have enough situations where we don't have to jump onto every time a black person gets shot. We have to look at some situations like, I don't know. Like that brother who... um Last year, I think his name was Sean Reed. He took the police on his whole high-speed chase, got on Instagram Live, was talking shit, and he ended up dead. I, I posted RIP to him, but we ain't finna fight for you, brother. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Come on. Ahmaud Arbery, yes. George Floyd, yes. Sean Reed, no. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? So don't get it twisted. It's not just a woman thing. It's just a people thing. We're looking at people and saying, I don't know about that brother right there. I don't know about this sister right here. You know what I'm saying? These girls were so entitled in their mind, they continue to fight after the police come. They didn't back up from each other. Uh-uh, arrest her. Get her. Now that bitch came over here. She's trying to fight me. No, I was defending myself. That's why I got to know. She, she continued to fight. Not only did she continue to fight, then she proceeds to try to stab the girl. He tiptoes around that. And where does all this tiptoeing lead him to? Oh, I can't believe all these black men out here simping and being beta males uh, defending the white policeman who killed that 16-year-old girl. Really? I don't know, Dr. Umar Johnson, but it sounds like the simp here is you. This is not your first or your last time pussy pandering like that. But I'm going to do you something. I'm going to do you some justice. I'm going to stop calling it pussy pandering and saying that you're just trying to get pussy. I think it's deeper than pussy. I think you just are scared of black women just like black women are scared of black women. Just like everybody else is scared of black women. I don't know how we all so scared of the most unprotected people. How the hell are you scared of somebody who has no protection? I tell people all the time, there's two groups of people. It seems like everybody is scared to talk about. Or hold accountable for anything, even in a even in a nice way. That's the LGBT and the black woman. Everybody else, everybody, everybody else, it's fair game. It's to the point where I, I keep t- telling people this: Instagram and YouTube, the apps, not the people like me and you watching these things or on these things. The app itself is now automatically deleting certain comments and certain posts are not allowed to be posted. That you don't have to even call them black bitches or say I hate them or nothing. If it's saying anything more on the negative side and you actually type out the whole word B-L-A-C-K, woman, black girls, they are deleting your shit. You can say black men. You can say black boys. You can say white men, white boys, white girls, white women. You can say all of that. But if you start talking about them, it's a problem. You start talking about the gays, it's a problem. And like I say all the time, this is the group of people that talk, talk about people the most. Nobody talks about people more than them. 
Okay? All right? Here's my thing. All right? Dr. Umar Johnson does this all the time. And it comes from a place where he is one of those black people who believe if we fix the man, everything just falls into place. I'm not saying I fully disagree. But here's where I come back down to. It comes back down to obviously you're trying to say that black men are leaders, right? A lot of the black women who follow Dr. Johnson are always constantly calling on black men for not being leaders. These same black women are always trying to tell black men, don't tell me what to do. Even when we're telling them to do good things. You know what I'm saying? A black man could tell a black woman, I ain't lie, I think you need to go to counseling. And she would tell him, oh, I don't need to talk to no stranger. You don't tell me what to do. Blah, blah, blah. They love to tell us, you don't tell me what to do, right? They always be trying to control them. As soon as they go date a white boy, he tell her the same thing. You know, nobody's ever told me that before. I think you're right. I think I'll give it a shot, babe. I've seen this with my own two eyes. I have seen this with my own three eyes. All six of them. All right? I've seen them. And let me tell you something. If you take the best coach in the world, the best volleyball coach, football coach, um, football coach or soccer, best basketball coach, and you give him the worst team or the worst players or people who don't listen, they're going to lose every game. If you look throughout history, it don't matter how great a king is. It don't matter how great a leader is. If his people are not listening or her people, because there's women leaders too. If the people are not listening, if they are, are too busy trying to prove that can't nobody control them and tell us what to do. If they're too rebellious, if they're too hard headed. That nation will fail. It doesn't really matter if you have, have the best leaders. You have very disobedient children who have great parents. Not every terrible child comes from a bad home. There are some children that are just, they're just bad. They're just bad seeds. They were born bad. They're going to die bad. You can give them the most best disciplinarian parents, Christian, black, strong, ground them, beat them. Talk to them, listen to them tight. Like they do everything. Parent, take them to counseling, and them kids are still finna go to school and act a motherfucking fool. Everything you tell them, well, well do you try this? The parents are like, we do that too. We do that twice a week. Shit. The kid just bad. Okay? So you can't always just focus on the on the leaders and think that everything else is supposed to fall into place. That's simply not true. You guys just focused on the leader in America. You thought Trump was the worst one. You went and put Biden in office. Black people still getting killed by police. Shit is still bad. There's a lot of stuff going on. Right or wrong? Am I right or am I wrong? Can we all agree with that? Okay. So since we all agree with that, then explain to me, why is it that we have black men, black men like Shaka Bars, black men like Dr. Umar Johnson, who are constantly only trying to hold the black man accountable. And it comes from a place, 
It comes from the mentality and the belief system that if we fix the men and we help the men be better leaders or we encourage the men to be better leaders, a lot of them don't ever have a solution. They just talk about the problem. But anyways, I'm not saying that's Dr. Umar Johnson. He has a solution. I'll give him that. If if we talk about them and we get them to be better leaders and don't hold no women accountable. We don't ever, ever talk about women. We don't ever talk about these unruly-ass teenagers. If we just talk about the men and we keep talking about white people and the system, everything will fall into place. And I'm here to tell you that that's simply just not, not true. Black men are not better, but we're starting to do a little bit better. And so are black women. But I'm here to tell you that none of that matters if we cannot come together, if black women cannot be led, if they refuse to be led. There's a good saying for this. There's a good quote for this. And it says, I can take you to the water, but I can't make you drink. Okay? Because if we were to get out here and put our foots down, they're going to call us controlling. They're going to rebel. Then we're going to be in a worse place. So what happens when you only work on the black men for us to be better leaders, but you do not say nothing about black women or to black women? What happens is the black men become great. So eventually, yes, we will be leaders. We will be great. But the black women will get more unruly. They'll become more disrespectful. They'll become more intolerable. Y'all don't hear me, though. Then what happens is the black man has no choice but to go further away from the black woman or stand there and literally lose his hair. Right. Risk his life and his freedom constantly for a group of people who don't want your help. So what ends up happening, Dr. Umar Johnson and other men like you who think like you is the black man ends up having no choice but to either stay to himself. You're going to have some brothers turn it to other men. And then you have other brothers going to other women. Because you can't sit greatness in misery and think that it's going to just stay there for too long. Mm-mm. Hell no. That's not how that works. So, to Dr. Umar Johnson. When you're doing all this pandering because you're scared to lose followers. When you're doing all this pandering because you know damn, damn well it's very hard to talk to these women about themselves without them, you know, just, I mean, getting you canceled and all kind of stuff, right? Just, just remember these things I'm telling you. Because it seems like nobody else is brave enough to tell you. I would tell you this to your face. In this situation, you're the simp. And it all comes back down to two things. This problematic, false narrative that the black woman is the most unprotected, which I just fully debunked. If you can deny it, deny it after that, you just don't want to. You, you like having this comforter. That's all that is. It kind of goes into when I tell people all the time, they say the system is broken. I'm like, no, the system is not broken. 
it's working just fine for who controls it, who keeps putting it out there. The jail system doesn't work, man. No, the jail system works just fine. It don't work for me and you. You're correct. But for the people who are benefiting off of it, it's working just fine. Because trust me, they change everything else. Look at America. America will go change everything else. They don't let nothing coincide for too long if they don't like it. If they don't benefit them, they will kill somebody if they have to. Am I right or am I wrong? I am right. Right? So, with that being said, if the jail system did not work for real, for real, they would have altered it already. But they haven't because it's working just fine. So it's the same thing, same metaphorically speaking, it's the same thing with this false narrative. Okay? It is working just fine for these people, obviously. Right? Then the next the next root of all of this is the problematic thinking or belief that if we fix the men, everything else follows. Now, what I'm here to te- tell you is I am not against fixing men. I am not against fixing men. I try to tell men all the time what, what they should do, what all of us should do. If you go back and listen to all my episodes, you just take the next three months of your life to just listen to me. You'll see that I do tell men that. But I'm not going to sit up here and act like it's just the men. No. That's not true. At all. It isn't just the men. Okay? Alright? So, I need us as a people to stop saying that black women are the most unprotected. Because it really pisses me off when I hear that and I have to think about black men that I know personally that have war wounds. I'm talking physical war wounds. It pisses me off when I have to think about all the black men I've seen in jail. All the black men I've seen that died. All the black men have committed sins, great deep sins. All the black men that I see out here like Dr. Umar Johnson constantly putting down black men. Okay? Or only holding black men accountable. All for black women. You ever have you ever done something for somebody over and over again and they keep telling you've never done shit for them? What do you do after a while? You stop doing it like what am I gonna do it for? They just keep they're gonna just keep telling me I don't do nothing for them. Even parents do that to their children. Their children always tell them, you ain't never there for me, you ain't never there for me. After a while, some parents be like, you know what? You can sit in jail this time then, nigga. I'm tired of hearing that shit. I'll come bond your ass out, get you a lawyer. And here you come talking about some you don't ever do shit for me. I done took you to a counselor. I done did all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. Here you, here you come talking about some you ain't ever did shit for me. You know what? We'll sit your ass in jail for the next 30 days. Let them let you out. Cop a plea, nigga. How about that? Don't call me, matter of fact. Matter of fact, don't call me either. I don't even want to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Even parents do it. 
People do it all the time. I'm not advising you to do this to people. I'm just saying. People do it. It's a completely false narrative. And personally, I'm honestly disgusted by it. Because of how many times I have personally seen this whole world. But if we're just talking about black men, that's who y'all talk about when y'all say it. They come out of their way to defend you guys. And you refuse to acknowledge an episode like this. You refuse to click on this episode. Salute to everybody who was brave enough to do so. Not because I need you to watch my stuff. Not because of the money I make from this podcast. It's simply because you were brave enough to face yourself. Something you don't and are not required to do. The world allows you to walk through it and never have to actually look at yourself unless you're taking a fucking selfie. That's when you have to look at yourself. Any other time, you get to walk through this earth unscathed because everybody's going to jump it, jump in front of every bullet for you because you got 16 niggas that split blood for you. And then you have the nerve to get on the internet after saying that, to get on the internet. How many of y'all have called the police on a black man before? How many of y'all have called your brothers on a black man before? But you're unprotected. Situations are going to happen. Domestic violence happens in every race. Happens to rich people, poor people, middle class, Christians, Muslims, atheists. It happens all over the place. They say in life there's something we can't control what happens, but we can control the the reaction. And I'm telling you, black women get a good reaction. They get a good reaction. If y'all think y'all the only women that y'all men is slapping y'all upside the head, shit, you better go talk to them white girls. <laughs> better go talk to them white girls. Them girls getting beat up too. Them girls getting beat up too. A lot of them just ain't sticking around for it. It's your boy time to be of raw sex. And I'm out.